Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Big Vets on Campus podcast. 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 All right, here we go. Welcome to the Big Bets on Campus podcast presented by BetMGM. I'm your host, Mike Calabrese, and this is our special bonus episode for College Football Week 1. I'm joined by Action Network's own college football insider, Brett McMurphy, for a news and notes edition of our podcast. We're going to run through Week 0, full recap there, tie up some loose ends as we head into college football's real kickoff weekends starting on Thursday. But first, Brett, let's get into the first down clock rules and how it related to the seven games that we saw over the weekend. Unders scored out 4-3, to highly noticeable in the Notre Dame-Navy game. So let me just ask you as an observer right away, did you pick up on that differential with the running clock as opposed to, you know, a full game? They only did it in the last two minutes of each half. You know, it did seem different to me. I actually put a poll on Twitter and got over, I think, 20 or 30,000 responses, which I was surprised. And the fans spoke out very clearly. They hate it. Uh, 56% said they did not like it. 20% said they did like it. 24% said it's too early to decide. I'm with the majority, Mike. I, I just don't like it. I like that college football is different. I don't want it to be the NFL. It's becoming the NFL in a number of ways. I don't like that. I like the way that we stop it after every first down. Yeah, it can make for some long games. But basically, we had shorter games but more commercials. Um, but ultimately, I guess the guys that crunched the numbers on this showed that there really wasn't that much difference. But perception-wise, to me, it did seem maybe a bigger difference than it actually was on the field. I agree. I mean, at this point, with 4-3 to three to the under, there's – there's not there's not a sample size whatsoever, so we have to wait and see. Although I'm targeting games where teams stop the big play and don't necessarily pop the big play themselves. When you see those long sustained drives, as we saw between Notre Dame and Navy, even though Notre Dame scored a touchdown on their first five drives of the game, the game still didn't go over. And a big part of that was they averaged almost eight plays per drive, and they only hit one play over 30 yards the entire game. So when I'm looking to try to get an edge before books perfectly calibrate this as it relates to the new timing rules, I think you want to look for those teams that limit the big play. All right, let's get into another game from Saturday, which was USC-San Jose State. To me, the main takeaway here is that USC's defense still isn't very good. Uh, they gave up nearly 200 yards on the ground. Bear Alexander had some interesting plays where he was you know, generating pressure, but he only finishes the game with one tackle, 0.5 tackles for loss. He was supposed to be the big difference maker. And because last season they were 80th against the run. So you're hoping that you saw an immediate difference in this Alex Grinch defense. I didn't see it. 
They were 122nd in giving up uh, long plays on the ground. That's runs of 30 yards or more. And they gave up two to the Spartans. And I'll give a shout out, you know, being one of the co-hosts of the Group of Five Deep Dive. San Jose State is not a tin can, at least offensively. They should be a top 50 offense. So I'm not absolutely killing USC from the perspective of giving up 28 points. And one of them was in garbage time, one of those touchdowns. But in general, I was not really blown away with their upgrades on that side of the ball. Whereas their offense, it looks like it's just plug and play. And, you know, that branch kid looks super dynamic. So they, once again, to me, will be a fun team. But my takeaway from week one is maybe not college football playoff caliber. Do you agree with that assessment? Uh, You kind of glossed over. That was a very important touchdown in garbage time, by the way. Uh, Since Colin's not on the podcast, I will reference that I was at Mountain West Media Days and I did talk to Brent Brennan. And yeah, he told me that they were going to be dynamic on offense. They are the player of the year, preseason player of the year quarterback. Um, But he had some concerns defensively. But yeah, Mike, I mean, this shows what USC has had issues with last year. This is why, you know, for my bowl projections, I don't have USC in the college football playoff. Heck, I don't even have them in a New Year's Six game. I think they've got too many issues defensively. We saw that last year at the end of the year with Utah, with what Tulane did. And again, against a San Jose State team, that's some real issues moving forward, especially when you look at the schedule, who they'll play in the Pac-12 and also Notre Dame. You know, Notre Dame, you know, I take what Notre Dame did with a grain of salt. They did what they were supposed to do. They, they overpowered a, a Navy team uh, that really couldn't stop them, stop the running game. Uh, so it's not like I don't think Notre Dame's suddenly a college football playoff team. But as far as USC, yeah, I agree. I mean, USC's got some issues defensively. They're going to try to outscore teams. It's going to be like an NBA-type game with USC, I think, every week. team with the ball the last possession is probably going to win. Now, USC having such you know fireworks offensively, they're not going to have any problems selling tickets. Whereas you know some smaller schools around the country, they're trying to get creative. You know the five year arc in terms of looking at attendance graphs, they're all going down. People want to be at home. The game day experience at home, for the most part, is just better. You don't have to deal with traffic. You don't have to deal with weather. You can watch you know six seven games simultaneously. So a program like Memphis is trying to get ahead of this with, I guess they're calling it a rollover promotion. If you buy a ticket for their opener and they win, you get another ticket to the next game and so on and so on. Is it a genius idea? Is there any like backfire element to this? Like, What is Memphis thinking? And what are you thinking as someone who's seen a lot of promotions over the years in college sports? I think it's a great promotion. I mean, it's $60 for a ticket. And that gets you into the, the season opener against Bethune-Cookman. And it's that simple. If Memphis wins that game, then you get a free ticket to the next home game, which is Navy. And if they beat Navy, you get a home ticket the next game to Boise. So their home schedule is Bethune, Navy, Boise, Tulane, USF, and SMU. So if they keep winning, you paid $60 for six games. That's a pretty good deal. Um, look, I think it's smart. I think schools are having to do things differently nowadays with everybody wanting to stay at home and watch games on TV. So I give them credit. I actually reached out to uh, to some folks at Memphis this morning, but unfortunately, I didn't hear back from them. I'm curious to see how many tickets they did sell. The bottom line is, you know, they're 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 hoping that not only will these people come back for free, but maybe they'll bring some friends and also they'll buy some concessions and that sort of things. The immediate um, response I saw on Twitter was like, this is genius. And a lot of college people were pinging me saying, we need to try this. We need to do this, especially for some of these smaller schools that don't sell out their stadiums, that don't sell out of all their season tickets. Uh, I think this is a great promotion. And I think you'll see a lot more schools do this. 
obviously you're not going to see a, you know, a Georgia or a Clemson or Alabama uh, need to go through this. But for other schools that are looking to increase their fan base, absolutely. I love the idea. All right. Next question for you. This is coming on the heels of you mentioning media days. I know that you were able to ask every single coach around the country who their favorite artist was in a game that you've dubbed the coach match, which you can play over at the Action Network. Were the coaches really into it? I'm just interested in terms of like, I would imagine some coaches are a little more playful. It's the off season. They don't mind talking about their personal lives, their personal preferences. Did anyone like shut you down? They weren't interested in playing? We'd contacted 133 coaches and or schools. Uh, we got answers from 132. Deion Sanders did not answer, unfortunately. He At Pac-12 spring meetings, he was not talking to the media, so he could not could not get him there. And then he did not attend Pac-12 media days in Las Vegas, where I was at, so I could not contact him there. Um, I went through officials at Colorado, explained what we were doing, gave them several weeks to respond, and ultimately... You know, the answer was, well, he's a pop culture icon. Uh, He knows a lot of people. If he picks Snoop Dogg, then, you know, Wiz is mad at him. And ultimately, at the end, we went down to the wire and I was told he's focused on camp. And I'm like, well, that's why I've been asking you for three weeks. Uh, But other than that, no, the coaches are, I I love doing this. I don't know what, you know, the, the fans think of it. I love it because you learn about these coaches' personality. And yeah, I had some amazing discussions with a lot of coaches. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, you know, he he went with Journey, he went old school, but then he he pulled out his his playlist, and he's going through every everybody on his playlist. Um, Brent Pry at, at Virginia Tech, the most passionate fan of his choice, the Almond Brothers, by the way. He's been to their grave. He's been to over fifty concerts. He plays their songs at practices. I mean, it was unreal. I could have talked to him, and he would have continue the conversation for an hour about them. Dave Clawson loves, loves, loves the talking heads, which is so funny when you think about Dave Clawson, you don't really kind of think of him as a talking heads type guy. Uh, but but he was unreal. Dave Dorn, one of my favorite answers, what's your, what's your favorite kind of music? He goes, I have two kinds of music I listen to, country and Western. He went with Merle Haggard. So yeah, it's very funny. And then the ultimate chef's kiss, of course, from Lane Kiffin. Who went with Taylor Swift. And just to let folks know, I asked him this question three or four years ago when he was at FAU. So he went with Bon Jovi. So I don't know if he was prisoner of the moment or like Lane, he was playing up to the Twitter crowd. But yeah, look, I love doing it. And yeah, go on uh, actionnetwork.com or check out my Twitter account at Brett underscore McMurphy. I'll have a link to it. We have a complete list of all 132. So you can mock, debate, love, hate. Uh, check out all your coaches. But a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine said they're really conflicted because there's coaches on this list that they absolutely hate. But now they find out they have the same musical taste. So now they don't know what to do. All right, guys, the new college football season has arrived. So our old Saturday viewing habits are finally back. But I want to take a moment to talk to you about a new habit that I'm getting into, which is Caldera Lab Skin Regimen. It's simple. It takes just one minute in the morning, one minute at night. You're already in the habit of brushing your teeth. So why not stack another habit right on top of it to make your skincare just as fresh as your pearly whites with Caldera Lab? So there's three simple steps here. The clean slate, which is the face wash, the base layer, which is the moisturizer, and the good, which is a night serum that reduces fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. I also love the Icon Eye Serum. I use it for those under eyes that I just mentioned. And unlike how FIU treats the forward pass, 
We here at BBOC know skincare is important and doesn't have to be difficult. So getting in the habit of just one extra minute in the morning and one at night is all you need for better, clearer skin. And just for our audience, we have an exclusive offer, Caldera Lab's best offer anywhere. Just use code BBOC at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with code BBOC at calderalab.com. Make unforgettable first impressions that lead to those magic words. You look younger. And get 20% off at calderalab.com with code BBOC. Before we go any further, as a reminder, Big Bets on Campus is presented by BetMGM. So get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That is the bonus code ACTION. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager. 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. All right, back to the show. We just talked about week zero being in the books. And what's interesting to me is that you have teams that get that extra bonus game rolling into week one. So they get to shake off the rust. And I think no team is a a better candidate to get that week zero bump than Hawaii threw a scare into Vandy on the road. Some books had this as Stanford minus 10 in the opener for them against Hawaii playing on the island. That line is now down to Stanford minus four. And with good reason. I mean, we wanted to see that year-over-year improvement from Timmy Chang's run-and-shoot offense, and they looked good against an SEC opponent. I know it's SEC in name only, but Braden Shager, 27 for 35, 351 yards, three TDs. The defense also had its moments, three sacks, nine tackles for loss. You know, they had some special teams drama there at the end with the onside kicks. They get a late fourth down stop. I think they did everything other than win that game, you know, from a, a gambling perspective to see them move up in the power rankings. And now they're taking on a Stanford team that's in game one of a new regime. What are your thoughts on this game? You know, it could be classic Pac-12 after dark drama out there in Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, in Vegas, I was able to talk to Timmy Chang also. I mean, you know, last year they were very competitive down the stretch and I thought they'd be very improved. I actually went over their win total over three and a half. Look, I didn't expect them to beat Vanderbilt. I think they've got a great shot against Stanford and, you know, talking to Troy Taylor from Stanford also, he obviously has a much different offense than what David Shaw had at Stanford. So how are you able to get those guys to, you know, incorporated into what you want to do with, you don't have the, you don't have the right skill set. And look, there, there are not very high expectations for Stanford this year. That's, that's an understatement. 
I really like Hawaii, you know, getting getting points here. Um, there's actually an angle here that I'm looking at, not only with Hawaii, but with five other schools. And, you know, you know, this is a is a group five guy. I really think so much emphasis is put on the power five and the group five that I think a, a nice angle to look at is the first week. We've got six group of five teams playing at home against power five opponents. They're all pre- getting pretty good amount of points, about two touchdowns. Those numbers are dropping down. Uh, you, know, you look at Wyoming, Hawaii, North Texas, Yukon, Colorado State, and San Jose State. Uh, I would I would like I would play all of those, just blindly play them all. Uh, I think you're gonna end up on the on the right side with most of those because the power fives have no incentive to come in there and beat their brains out. It's a no win situation for those guys. And for the group of five, this is their their chance to prove that they deserve it a at a bigger level. And also by the way, maybe show off so if they want to get in the portal after the season, they can move on to a better place. But specifically about Hawaii, I like what Hawaii's doing. I like what they did against Vanderbilt. I mean, look, this game is played 10 times. Hawaii wins that game eight times. They give up a kickoff return for a touchdown. They throw a, they throw a pick in the end zone after a touchdown got reversed. Uh, you know, they, they went for it a couple of fourth downs where they had some field goals. Um, so I, I like Hawaii in this spot. The only the only issue or pushback I would have on it is so much is made about Hawaii's travel when they go to the states and come back, or vice versa when they go to the states without any rest. Um, and this is a Friday night game, so you've got one less day for preparation. How will the body clocks be? How much will the humidity of of, of Nashville, Tennessee, take out of them? What we'll to find out? But yeah, I think it's I think it's Hawaii or nothing on on the island. It's also interesting with Stanford trying to remake their offensive identity, unlike a school like Wisconsin, who went from the ground and pound to Phil Longo's, you know, more wide open air raid attack. They were able to go to the portal, get themselves a quarterback, get themselves some receivers, remake their roster in fast order, in, in short order, I should say. Stanford having the issue of it being very difficult to bring in transfers to academically qualify. I do think it's going to be a multi-year rebuild if they ever get it going under this new coaching staff. So I agree. I think you're going to see some growing pains where Hawaii has already proven it, you know, 60 minutes worth of tape that their offense is functional, can certainly move the football. I don't think you can make an argument that Stanford's defense is going to be more challenging than Vanderbilt's defense. So I agree. I, I think there's still value over a field goal. So I'll probably play the bows either on the money line or take the points. You mentioned the opportunity for some of these group of five programs to have a showcase game at home, get more visibility, maybe get in the portal, transfer, NIL opportunities. You know who has plenty of NIL opportunities? That would be the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Cal Williams. He is now the Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper Fansville spokesman. So can you tell us a little bit about like what goes into this? How much is this worth to him? Uh, I think he's also a Wendy's pitch man. He seems to be everywhere this offseason. Didn't work out so well for DJU a couple of years ago. Hopefully it goes better for Williams. Yeah, hopefully it works out for him. I mean, this is only the third year that Fansville has had a current athlete involved in their commercials. And you look at the last two, you know, DJ and Bryce Young. DJ, the year before he did the commercial, Clemson 10-2. and two. Went to the college football playoff, won the semifinal. The following year, nine wins, cheese at bowl, second in the ACC. Bryce Young, the year before the Fansville ad, 13-2. and two, Bama gets to the college football title game. They won the SEC. The year of the Fansville ad, 11-2. and two, They don't make the playoff, and they finish second in the SEC West. Is there a Fansville curse? Uh, we're going to fa- find out. Is it similar to the Madden cover jinx? Uh, you know, so far, so 
so good or so bad, I guess. So that's something to keep your eye on. And look, whether he's doing the Fansville ad or not, and we, we talked about this before the season. Look, he had a great game week one. I still don't think there's any way that he wins the Heisman, but that's 14 weeks to go in that. But he's battling the Heisman jinx and the Fansville curse. So Godspeed, Caleb Williams. That'll do it for us here for the special edition of the BBOC podcast presented by BetMGM. As a reminder, we'll be back with two more episodes this week. On Wednesday morning, we'll have our Group of Five deep dive between myself and Mike Ionello, highlighting all the best bets across the Group of Five conferences. Then again, here in Week 1, we'll have our flagship college football betting preview with Stucky and Colin a day early. It's going to drop on Thursday morning, just in time for all the college football action, which is taking place Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, college football back with a vengeance some phenomenal games particularly that lsu florida state game on sunday should be a great way to kick off the season for brett mcmurphy i'm mike calabrese this has been the bboc podcast thank you so much for listening action network reminds you please gamble responsibly If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.